Hello, everyone. It's me, Tammy. I'm sure you don't recognize the voice because it's been so long, but here I am back with some tea and it's my 30th birthday. Niggas was joking, talking about I was pushing 30. Well, nigga, we here. We made it. All right, so this is going to be a short pod, right? Because it's my birthday and I got stuff to do and it's actually my birthday. Like it's it's Saturday morning. Why do I do this to myself? But I want to just prove to myself that my turnaround time is on point. So here we are. And I'm going to just cover just a sprinkle of topics, wish myself a happy birthday and go about my day. But I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to catch up with you all and just talk about a lot of things that have happened since the last time we spoke. Now, the last time we spoke, it was very specific. We were talking about one individual, one specific issue, and we weren't really talking about the hot topics. And so I'm back sipping on some hot tea and I just want to be able to share my opinion on some things since I'm not really active on social media anymore and people still tap me on my shoulder till this day for just some insight or what my thought process is about certain things that are trending. And so here we are. One of the things I was tapped on my shoulder about consistently was about the slap heard around the world. And that was when Will Smith, (laughs) Mr. Fresh Prince himself laid hands on Chris Rock at the Oscars this year. Now, we all know at this point what happened. Chris Rock said a joke. Will Smith didn't like it. He got slapped, right? And so where I am today is that I'm kind of sick of the fake trauma and the white tears that I see these other comedians and actors and stars have online towards the incident. They are now using this as some type of weapon to attack Will and his character and his legacy, his resume. And I'm sick. I'm sick to my stomach because one black man does one thing that in my eyes really isn't even that serious. Niggas get slapped every day, B. Like, you you know what I mean? Like I'm from a different, a different time, you know? So I'm a little older, you know, I'm 30 now. <laughs> Niggas was getting slapped on the playground since I was a youngin. What, what's the issue? Sometimes niggas need to get slapped. That's neither here nor there. But now we're here where it's a weapon as if they've never heard of a slap before or violence. If you, if you ask me, what are the percentage of like mass shooters and like school shooters? Aren't all them niggas white? And never once did I see a celebrity just come out and be like, I'm fearful. I'm scared. I'm traumatized. I can't walk outside my house now and feel safe because that's what I'm hearing from people like Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, Jim Carrey. Who the fuck? We wasn't even checking for y'all, but y'all got so much to say, like y'all about to get slapped. <laughs> nobody's going to a Wanda Sykes show ready to slap you. I'm sorry. Like no one's that 
invested in whatever joke you're telling to be that mad to walk up on your stage and slap you. I'm sorry, you're just not there for me. And so the fact that you feel so traumatized and so hurt and so scared, bullshit. Why are you so scared? From who? And if you're that scared, maybe you're saying shit that you shouldn't be saying on a stage. That's how I feel. If you're scared that you could be slapped, maybe you should be slapped. (laughs) I'm just going to leave it at that. But you can miss me with the tears and the trauma and the anxiety. Like, fuck y'all. Where was the anxiety and the trauma when that nigga shot up that grocery store? And I say nigga loosely because it was a white man. Okay? Where was the trauma then? People are dying. Did you turn on the news today? Where is the trauma then? But you worried about a Will Smith slap. The slap didn't even look that bad. Like, it it really didn't. I've seen worse for less. (laughs) I really... I'm going to transition because some people are probably listening like, how dare you? Like he is a star and like he is now influencing others to like, you know, act in violence. And that is true. When you're a celebrity, you do have influence and you do encourage others. But again, if you are fearful that you might get slapped, maybe you're saying something you should not be saying and you should get slapped. I digress. Another thing that people have been tapping my shoulder about is Doja Cat. One, I do realize that Doja Cat recently posted that she's going to have to have immediate emergency surgery. She's canceling her tour dates. And so she won't be out and about on her on her weekend tour. Um, she was go- supposed to tour with the weekend. And so that is no longer a thing. So that is sad. I wanted to lead with that. But what I've specifically been tapped about is can Doja Cat rap? Is Doja Cat a rapper? Is Doja Cat an R&B singer? Like these dumbass, <laughs> these self-explanatory ass questions, right? These, these easily answered questions. Yes, Doja Cat can rap. What do you think she's doing on every song? <laughs> Come on. She is a rapper and a pop singer. I feel like it is very obvious from the music that she makes. It's either going to be a poppy, singy song or it's going to be a rap song, or it's going to be both infused, right? I don't think I've heard many R&B songs from her as of late. Sure, she can do it, but she's never identified as that as that girl. She's not that girl. She's not about to give you an R&B ballad. Now, of course, she had like the, the low, um, like back in the day, those little low rise, you know, getting high music where it was smooth. It was, it was slow and sultry. And so it came off as R&B, but she was never an R&B singer. And so for those of you who keep asking, is Arn, is, is Doja Cat R&B because she keeps winning these R&B awards? No, you know, she's not. And you need to fucking open your eyes and your brain and realize that when people are placed in certain categories, they're not placing themselves there. You think Doja Cat put herself in the R&B category? Do you think Doja Cat wants to be in the R&B category? Ask yourself that. No, she's always talking about fucking praising Ninth Wonder on on IG lives. She's always talking about her wordplay 
on TikTok, pay fucking attention. She wants to be in the rap category. She's talking about how she wants to be the best pop star. Put her in the pop category. But you know what? You can't because you know why? Olivia, whatever, should win. Or, you know, for rappers, it needs to be Nikki. And, and it's politics at that point. And I feel like we know this. We know this by the winners. We know that Meg has to win things. We know that Olivia has to win things. And so Doja's then left in the win for a category and we know she needs to win things because she is talented too. And here we are with false wins and mad fans and dumbass questions. Doja Cat is a really good rapper. She's been rapping for years. She's been in this for years years she has songs on youtube you can date back to 2014 it has like little you know ghetto cover art but hey you got to start somewhere she's been in the game now she's gonna fucking be on a soundtrack for an elvis movie i love the growth leave that girl alone and what y'all should be doing is shutting the fuck up because she's about to go away for a little bit And you know when when real rappers go away, they come back even stronger. You know that, right? And so she's going to have a little surgery. She's going to lay up in that bed, you know, sip on some tea, you know, just like I do. And when she gets back to rapping, oh, she's going to be on them beats. Everybody's always talking about just wait till Doja Cat gets on a real rap beat. (laughs) I bet you that that shit happens when she comes back. Y'all, y'all tried it. Y'all was talking too much shit online. She needed this surgery. She needed this downtime. I can't wait till she shits on y'all. I can't wait. (laughs) So leave her fucking alone. Anyway, transitioning to other rap girls, you know, the rap girlies themselves are all over the place, right? Um, Omaretta, love Omaretta. She has me blocked on Twitter for some reason. I've never interacted with that woman. She's from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Don't like, again, I'm baffled. This woman has me blocked. Someone ask her why she has me blocked. But anyway, <laughs> very talented rapper, really good. She's the one who dropped that song, Not Atlanta. And she was accusing all y'all, you know, people from Clayco or um, whatever Forest Hills or whatever the fuck you're from. <laughs> you're not Atlanta. <laughs> if you're from San Antonio, you're not Atlanta, like point blank period. Please don't read into that. <laughs> Please don't. But Omaretta decided to stick her neck out and do that. And it worked. She got a little buzz, but then it's like, you always got to double down on some ignorant. You know what I mean? Like she's been holding down a nigga in jail, that, like who has like life like a life sentence. (laughs) And she says that she's going to date no one else in life. Like this is her man. And people like question her about it every day. And she's always doubling down. And I feel like that part of her is holding her back. Cause if you don't, if you don't, um, remember Cardi B was in the same situation when she was on love and hip hop, she was on love and hip hop, New York, holding a nigga down in jail who's going to be doing a lot of years. And you, you know what she said? I'm going to hold him down. I'm not going to date nobody else. I'm a ride or die loyal chick. <laughs> you see that in last now, now do you? <laughs> She's married. She's got kids with a new nigga named Offset. <sighs> Omaretta, take a book out of the, like take a book, take a page out of the Cardi book and drop that nigga and move on and elevate. Oh, Moretta, you're all over the place. I did love that Lotto hopped on the remix for Not Atlanta, but 
it wasn't enough for enough people to, um, stream her album. I see. Um, <laughs> she keeps telling us that she's the biggest, but she ain't got the biggest album sales. <sighs> see, here's the thing about Lotto. I love Lotto. She's, she's cute. Um, she can rap. I love her from that show, the rap game where she started on that Jermaine Dupri show on lifetime. Very, very talented, very skilled wordplay on point, but the sis can't make a song. She just can't like, what is going on, man? She needs some, she needs some help. And the fact that she keeps doubling down on this biggest shit when there's other rap girlies who aren't a fan of that, she needs to be beware because there's some other girlies who are calling themselves the biggest who might be able to rap better and make a better song. I E Dreezy. Big Dreez? You remember Big Dreez? Dreezy just dropped a new project called Hit Girl, produced by Hit Boy. And there's some songs on there. She got a song with Future that go hard. She got another one with Coyla Ray. Dreezy is that girl. Now, Lotto, be careful because Dreezy, I think, was at your neck. First track on that album, she's like, I'm about to put these white bitches in their place. Who's she talking about? <laughs> Who is she talking about? It ha- I feel like it has to be Lotto, especially when she's emphasizing how big she is. Like she keeps saying B.I.G. Driz, like Driz, like I feel like those are shots at Lotto. I hate doing that, being that person, you know, pitting people against each other. But I feel like this beef is a little obvious. It's a little obvious, especially the one against Lotto and, and Rennie Rucci. Like that one's also obvious, but Rennie Rucci isn't that popping to like care enough. But I did peep that Rennie Rucci is no longer dating uh, Fujiano. <sighs> so that sucks. She says she was going to hold him down through his sentence in jail and they didn't last. So again, Omaretta, Take a take a page out these books. Drop the niggas who were in jail. But anyway, stream that new Dreezy project, Hit Girl, produced by Hit Boy. Speaking of the other rap girlies being all over the place, I saw JT's vagina on live TV. Didn't want to see that, but here we are. No one, like, y'all don't have friends. Y'all don't have, like, a last-minute person to just be like, yeah, you look good, girl. Like, you don't have that girl, like that one friend. Like, no one was backstage to be like, hey, pull that down a little. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sure you'll Google it and, and find what I'm talking about. But I'll describe it. She giving away an award on stage at an award show wearing a very short dress, and you can see lips. You can see lips. You can see them. They're talking like they're, they were they were presenting. It was the third city girl. I hated it. I digress. Get it together and get it together, young Miami. You're over here fighting for Diddy on Twitter, going back and forth with other women who claim they're also dating Diddy. Meanwhile, he's fucking obsessed with Kim Porter's ghost. Like what? Are, like stop wasting y'all's time. That was that's like mental jail. Young Miami is in mental jail. Like Amaretta is in with this like jail relationship with her nigga. Like let these niggas go who keep trapping y'all into thinking y'all going somewhere. Young Miami, you saw what he did with Cassie for fifteen years in our face. Let that shit go. You better find you somebody else to love on. Being with Diddy, you know, for those few days looked cute on the gram, but 
in reality, you should have been fucking one of the sons. <laughs> you should have should have had one of them. Quincy, somebody. What's the other Chris? I don't know. What's the other what's the light skinned one? I don't know. Anyway, Meg the Stallion, another rap girly. I'm not gonna say much on this because I'm just waiting for that verdict, but it's not looking good in the eye of court of opinion. You know, she was winning the court of opinion online on social media at first. Cause you know, young black woman abused by man, you know, shot by a man. But now, now that she's doing interviews and good morning America fucking placements, it's not looking good because usually when you do something like that before the verdict, it's to sway opinions or to, you know, enforce a narrative. Whereas if you just let it play out in court and you win, you win. She's not allowing things to play out in court because people are assuming things aren't going well for her in court. And so we'll see. We'll see how things plan out. I just know things will be a little different by the end of this year for her and for Tori. Get it together, Meg. And I saw that you're not on season three of Legendary. I saw they replaced you with Kiki Palmer. I don't know if that's got to do with anything else, but that's interesting. And then let's talk about some other rap girlies really quickly. Okay, y'all saw that young baby tweet or young baby Tate um, comment that she made on Instagram where someone was like, hey, or no, it was on Twitter. Someone tweeted young baby Tate and was like, you should do a remix to one of your songs and get Nicki on it. And she responded and was like, I don't think Nikki wants to work with me because, you know, I've, I've reached out to her countless times at this point and, you know, I'm exhausted. And then Erica Banks responded and liked it and was like, I feel her on this. And you know what Nicki Minaj did? She blocked both of them. <laughs> she was like, oh, y'all feel this way about me? Blocked. And of course, Nikki is grown. She can do whatever with her platform. So she doesn't want to see a certain person on her timeline, just like I do. Block, mute, unfriend, unlike, whatever you got to do to get that person off your timeline, do it for your mental health. I do it all the time. I think it was a bit repulsive, like, um, like, in, like, I think it was a little too reactive. I think it was too... Uh, impulse like it was an impulse reaction to where she should have just chilled I think as Nikki because these are girls that clearly look up to her and are frustrated in some way like but for these girls to feel like they're entitled to a Nikki feature or Nikki's attention that's where they 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 fucked up because that's what it comes off as like y'all are just hating because someone didn't give you attention and that's that's what's happening now I feel young baby Tate on like the original sentiment, like I've reached out already. Like I've already, like Nicki Minaj has done like challenges online to where if you can remix her song the best, you know, she'll shout you out. And young baby Tate has won one of those challenges. Like it was very clear that she was the standout for a Nicki competition or challenge online. And Nicki really didn't show her the love that a lot of people were expecting her to give online because young baby Tate really killed it in that challenge. I'll give her her props. And so I feel her when she says like, listen, I've been grinding and I've, I've done all that I can do. I feel like at this point and she hasn't 
acknowledged it yet. And so I'm just going to keep doing me. I'm not mad at that. But when you then say like, oh, like (sighs) Nicki Minaj only collaborates with, with rap girls who don't rap or can't rap better than her because it looks better for Nicki. Then you start going down a rabbit hole of like, you sound like a hater because you're not being acknowledged. And that's what Erica Banks is doing right now. Erica Banks has turned this into her fight. It was originally a comment by Young Baby Tate, but Young Baby Tate didn't say much after that. But Erica Banks has been on a roll by saying like, you know what, like Nikki doesn't acknowledge us. Nikki doesn't collaborate with us. Nikki's scared to collaborate with us because we actually can rap. And man, is that really shooting her in the foot? She's really going to fuck herself up by sounding like such a hater. Because now you've singled out other women that have worked with Nicki Minaj. Erica Banks said out of her mouth, Erica Banks is a Texas rapper from Dallas, signed to the same label that Meg Thee Stallion is now suing. Um, I think it's 1501, um, ran by Carl Crawford. And she said out of her mouth that Nicki Minaj collaborates with girls who can't rap. Nicki Minaj has collaborated with Meg Thee Stallion, Coyle Ray, Bia. And so now you got beef. Now niggas don't like you. Now people who are fans of the other girls don't like you either. Now you're making shit harder for yourself. Erica, get it together. You almost had one. You had the bust it challenge and you had to fuck it up with just this dumb shit by siding with Tori and siding with 1501 when you should have just shut the fuck up and kept making music. Ugh. Why are y'all so stupid? Same thing for Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose keeps shooting herself in the foot. If she would just shut the fuck up sometimes and just do her, man, bad bitch central. She would be everywhere. Like standing next to Meg Thee Stallion, I feel like. It would be almost to that degree because she's just so beautiful and liked by people in the industry. But Ruby Rose went and had an interview and people were like, oh, would you ever date someone who makes less money than you? And she was like, no, I couldn't be that person. I'm no Nicki Minaj. What the fuck? Why would you say that? Why would you then, why would you throw Nicki under the bus at like to throw shade at her? Now you know what you'll never get? A Nicki feature a Young Money feature, a Wayne, you know what I mean? Because you you went and threw shade at one of the best female rappers of our time that is still active in the industry. I wish you bitches would tighten up. Y'all keep blocking your own blessings. God damn it. <laughs> but that's all I've got to say about these rap girlies. Get it together. Shout out to Dreezy for dropping a good project. <sighs> tighten up is all I can say. Now, um, before I get out of here, I want to talk about two more things and I'm going to get to celebrating my 30th birthday, but there's a lot of good entertainment that's out. TV shows, documentaries, docu-series, movies, and I just have to mention some of my faves. Abercrombie and Fitch documentary on Netflix. Love it. Gold. It's exactly what we know about the company. I feel like if you like have a brain and you're a person of color, just looking into the store. But I love when things like this are confirmed, when there's receipts and there's just a long legacy behind the hurt and the pain that they're causing to the next people. So we can really hold these leaders, CEOs, boss men accountable for their horrible practices and their racism behind closed doors. 
definitely watch Abercrombie and Fitch documentary on Netflix. Um, Abbott Elementary has wrapped a really good series. If you haven't still watched that comedy series, it's all on Hulu for free if you already have Hulu. And so it's an ABC show. If you have like an ABC app, you can watch it there, I'm sure. But it's it's just great, genuine, pure comedy. Y'all always talking about how y'all miss The Office and you miss Parks and Recs. This is it. Like, this is like, this is the show. Like, and if you feel like this ain't it, you might be racist. Then you got to circle back to the first documentary to Abercrombie and Fish. Okay. <laughs> circle back to the first one and then get to the next one. Then we'll be somewhere. But after um, Abbott Elementary, I got to mention Jocelyn's Cabaret because that's just been a hot mess on my timeline. Jocelyn, you got to tone it down on the pimp. That pimp hand is way too strong and you knew somebody was going to slap back. That's all I'm going to say. Jocelyn keeps getting exactly what she asked for. If you're going to start like talking down to bitches and treating them like hoes, just know that a hoe, <laughs> a hoe might slap back one day, you know, hoes run away. Hoes find they voice their voice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hoes aren't always hoes. You can't just shit on people and talk to people any type of way and think that they're never going to say anything back. I don't know if you've seen what's love got to do with it, but Jocelyn is very Ike Turner-ish <laughs> and Tina Turner is everybody in the cabaret and I'm gonna need them bitches to fight back in the limo soon I'm gonna need that limo ride soon ladies like y'all tried it at the reunion didn't really work out I feel like Jocelyn really didn't get touched like she needed to be like Jocelyn needs a lesson or two like I love Jocelyn she's entertaining you know Puerto Rican princess for life like I'll always love my reality TV star queens like her Tiffany from I love New York like there's always those iconic people but these people have some character flaws. No one's perfect. And Jocelyn, I feel like, needs a lesson or two. If she gets it, I don't know. But who is it an entertaining show? Somebody, please download Zeus. Pay the $4. I swear it's worth it. There's also Bad Boys Club on there. That shit is also a hot mess where... Meg the Stallion's ex-stylist is just beating niggas ass. If you know Jonathan, Jonathan Wright, you know he got hands when he's when he's doing hair and when he beating ass. <laughs> so tune in to Bad Boys Club as well. Also another great show, Atlanta. Atlanta's been going on for years, right? They took a little hiatus. They came back with the newest season. And I love this new season. People say it's kind of dry. It's a little slow just because not every episode is about the main characters. But those sometimes are the best episodes. There's a lesson being taught. It's always Black-centered. And it's always making you think. I feel like that's a smart, clever show because they're always making you put yourself in the shoes of what other people are doing. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. He was on episode nine of Atlanta. It was crazy how he passed away the same, or the news of him passing away was the same day the trailer dropped that he was going to be on the show. Spooky, RIP. And then just like the the controversy around his death, all, all I'm going to say about that is you can RIP, you can risk, you can wish somebody to rest in peace without agreeing with how they lived on earth. You know, without, you can, you can let someone rest to peace without having to subscribe to every idea they had or opinion they've stated when they were alive. I wish y'all would just like, let that go. Now you can't make me care that he passed. 
You know what I mean? Like he didn't care about my black woman body, my black woman ness. <laughs> and so I'm not going to really care about him. But I can say, you know what? Rest in peace. I can let him lay to peace. If that makes sense. Hopefully it does. Also great shows that wrapped uh, Bel Air that I feel like it ended well. I feel like it did what it needed to do and another season is due. Like it is, it's an amazing show. They have so much more to untap. I love all the actors. It's just, it's, it's a really great shot show. They, they, they're really showing black excellence in a great way. We, we always date back to say like, oh, Bill Cosby ruined it for us for, for having like, you know, like a doctor or just like black excellence on TV without it being attached to like crime or like anything like criminal or explicit or inappropriate. And it's like Bel Air is like that new age, like fresh breath of air. Like it's just exactly what we needed online to where there's no fighting where it's like a reality show because black excellence is on tv but it's mixed with some ratchery like they'll show you doctors and they'll show you people doing great things but then the next scene is them throwing a drink in someone's face (laughs) and so i love bel-air and like the the essence that it brings to black culture um bust down on peacock hilarious beautifully written when it comes to the comedy shout out to everyone who's a part of that show also there's a new season of pause by sam J on hbo max can't wait to dive into that won't say i'll be watching black lady sketch show because i'm still surprised that still exists because that's not a funny show but i digress oh and then um watch our father on netflix about that nasty doctor, Dr. Klein, and how he inseminated women with his own semen without their consent. And he has 94 plus children that were conceived without without them knowing that he was the father. Yeah. Yeah, watch that one. <laughs> watch that one. But yeah, I definitely wanted to... to kind of touch on the the stuff that I've been watching. I try to watch that stand-up a special by Earthquake. Wasn't laughing, so I had to turn it off. Fell asleep during the Cat Williams one, not because it wasn't good, just because it was late. So I'll circle back to that because y'all know I love my stand-up comedy. Ooh, and this is a perfect transi- transition to the last topic that I want to discuss with you all. I hate y'all fake comedians online. Like, no, in no way will I ever call myself a comedian because I got on TikTok and used someone else's sound and I did a voiceover. Like you're, you're now not some type of influencer, comedian, entertainer because you used the sound on TikTok and did a voiceover. Like cut it out. Some of y'all niggas just feel so entitled and so like, so just like you deserve this just due to a joke like people are like oh I pioneered this oh I started this there's a girl online talking about how she started the whole like voiceover reviews because you know how Meg the Stallion will like go on a trip and then she'll she'll recap the trip with her voice behind it as a voiceover and you know add some personality talk really fast and you know give her flair and there's people online talking about like 
I started that trend doing voiceovers over, you know, doing a recap video. And it's like, what? Are you serious? Are you trying to tell me that you invented voiceover and B-roll added together? (laughs) And people are doing that when it comes to like comedy. People are like, you know, I used that sound first and I started that trend first and I, and I did this first. Like you're getting carried away. This isn't like the dances that they ripped off and put on Fortnite. Like, you used another person's voice at the end of the day. So it wasn't original to begin with. And just because you made some funny faces during the voiceover, now you feel like you need bookings and you need credit and you need your just do because you were just so funny in that one video. Fuck out of here. (laughs) Got me fucked up. Oh my gosh. Y'all are just so goofy. Y'all want to check for everything. Yeah. You did a little voiceover and it made it gotten like 10,000 likes. Whoop de fucking do. Now build on top of that and let's get some real talent going. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I get so spicy when it's my birthday. I feel like, like that's the case. Like we going 30 for 30 today. Like we getting into niggas asses. (laughs) Like we, we on your ass. Like I've seen y'all acting up on my fucking timeline and I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. And I say that all to say I'm back. Y'all gonna get another podcast sooner rather than later. Cause I got the time now. I'm, I've, I've settled into my job. I've been there eight months now. I'm doing great things. You know what I mean? And I've got this new spark of energy. They said 30 is the new 20 and I'm feeling it. So here we are. We going 30 for 30. Nigga said we was pushing 30, but we here now, nigga. Now what? I'm back. (laughs) And with that being said, Follow Tea with Tammy everywhere. Go to the website. It might not be updated. It may, I don't know, but follow um, the contact page to where you can subscribe to like notifications with your email. And then also um, play all the playlists on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Follow Tea with Tammy there. I'll be posting a birthday playlist soon, hopefully for the weekend. So y'all can jam the same music I'm listening to in celebration of me. going 30 for 30. But I mean, that's all I really wanted to chat about. And this time we're going to have more specific um, episodes, hopefully in the future, just like we did with Bill Cosby. I would love to break down maybe Tori, maybe Meg. Let's, let's get into some shit. Let's really talk about these niggas and and not feel so um, spread thin with hot topics all the time, you know? So follow on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. And until next time, y'all niggas better wish me happy birthday or belated birthday by the time you listen to this and (laughs) sip some tea.